Hi there, I'm Jake. Hi, I'm Krista. Uh, what do you know about DCOMs, Krista? Nothing. I watched uh, High School Musical and, and oh. Camp Rock. Oh, yeah. That's about it. <laughs> and I watched all of them. <laughs> all of them? Yeah, it was like an event in our house. <laughs> so join us for a DCOM deep dive where we're going to watch and review every single one. Rip girls. This movie sucks. This is the worst movie we have so far watched. Horrible. Horrible like, and boring. We can't even keep it a secret until the end. Like, it was so bad. When did we watch this? Like, two weeks ago? Yeah, we just kept procrastinating. Well, it's busy. This bit. Yeah, it's a busy, busy season but- for us, but we did not really want to talk about it, I guess. I didn't even want to finish the movie. No, we were, we were, we were paying attention. We didn't, like, pull out our phones and ignore stuff. But um, no, we did not like it. <laughs> I thought about what it was like. It was like watching ambient surfing film for like an hour and however long it was. There was no plot. It was just nice, pretty surfing video. That's it. Yeah, might as well have been the same thing. I mean, it's just. Yeah. So- except. Sorry, except the parts in between were even more boring than ambient surfing music or movie would be. It was terrible. (laughs) Here's my memories of this movie. I have, I think, tried to watch it. I think I, (laughs) like, as as I've processed these two weeks of us not doing this podcast, this is a record, by the way, for longest between watching, and we've had a lot of time to stew in our hatred, so that's not good. No. But... (laughs) I remember watching this, giving it a chance, and just turning it off. Yeah. I I, remember, like, even Kidney was like, no. No, it's it's terrible. And I think what's sad for me is there's been some other movies that were about girls, but this one is, like, has girls in the title. And I was excited. I was like, ooh, a girl movie that's not just about racism. (laughs) (laughs) Woohoo! And alas, it was just god awful so stupid here's what i want to know i want to know if young girls would like this movie so if you watch this and you're a girl tell us if you actually liked it because we like barely finished this one yeah that's fair that's fair maybe young girls would like it maybe young boys would like it i just it was so bad no we told i think we told luke we were watching this one he went oh that's my brother yeah. Like even he I think he's he's probably gone back and watched it. Yeah, he I know he doesn't like it. So Rip Girls premiered April 22nd, 2000. Here's a quick plot summary, although there's hardly any plot. Um a young girl named Sydney goes to Hawaii with her dad and stepmom to claim her inheritance. She has to stay 2 weeks before she can decide to keep this like property that I guess her mom had or her grandma maybe uh yeah i think it was was a grandma grandma. yeah she has two weeks to say two weeks before she can decide to keep or sell it she makes friends and they teach her how to surf and she finds out the truth about her mom's death which is that her mom died while surfing um and she decides to keep the property so it will not be turned into a resort and she and her family decide to just move to hawaii pretty much so that's the plot. Pretty much. And dad is very anti-surfing because that's how mom died. And stepmom is trying to be the bridge between two worlds. 
Yeah, I think that the stepmom had probably the some of the best lines in the movie that seemed a little more heartfelt. Or the the or, mom's friend. Yeah, Gia's mom. Yeah. So so Sydney is the main character. Gia is kind of the friend that becomes her friend. And I I don't even know. I, I guess I could quick talk about the fashion. This might be our shortest podcast yet. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> um there were a lot of thick-soled heeled slides. There was some bright floral capris, which I definitely wore some bright floral pr- capris. Like, um, I need to show you some pictures of that. There were floral shorts. Um, I mean, they were just trying to go for Hawaii kind of look, like that surfer kind of look. Um, frosted tips. And then, of course, some knee-length shorts. Um, Bermuda shorts. Slides are flip flops, right? Uh, flip flops to me have the little toe piece. Slides don't. What toe piece? Yeah, like a flip flop. It goes in the center and it goes between your big toe and your other toes. Oh no, we didn't call those flip flops. Those are flip flops. We called that and the ones without toe. We just called them all flip flops. If they didn't have what? a strap to strap you in, they this were all flip flops. Makes our conversations make so much more sense because you call your slides. I call them slides. You call them flip-flops all the time. And I'm always like, they're not flip-flops. But that is, that's what we grew up calling them. Yeah, they were all flip-flops. Wow, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's probably a colloquial thing or like a local thing. Oh, colloquial. Colloquial. I mean, like tennis shoes are not tennis shoes. That's what I call them. Tennis shoes? Not tennis shoes tennis shoes i think that's just like because we sp- talk so fast tennis shoes yeah but they're sneakers what does the t and t-shirt stand for didn't we look this up maybe it's because it looks like a t yeah maybe i don't know that's how bad this movie is yeah we'd rather talk about <laughs> something literally else. anything else um so you find out her mom is dead immediately God, and boy, do they hammer it home this this movie i'm just gonna say it right now has Every single one of the things we're tracking, except based on a true story. Yes, so, I love that. I think that I think that goes to show you that this movie is like the most typical decom with nothing interesting in it. No, like it just uses every possible decom trope all at once, and it just is bad. <laughs> I mean. There's like right off the bat, there's this weird mystical element. Yes. Like that's why I counted religion. That Sydney is in there. What was her name? Sydney. <laughs> Sydney, yeah. <laughs> Sydney's like, she knows this is all related to her mom and her mom's family. She keeps finding pictures of her mom and like plays mystical music. And like she doesn't know how her mom died. And as we find out with the conversation oh later gosh. with dad, it's like, why didn't you tell me? Well, you never asked. So you're not going to tell your daughter why her mom died? I don't know anybody who is missing their parent who never asked growing up. Yeah. Well, I got the impression that she was asking about her mom and her dad didn't. Maybe not about how she died, but her dad didn't want to talk about her. Which I I kind of understand that it's painful to talk about, but also like. She's a child and she's missing this person. Like, I think it helps. It actually helps people to talk about the person that they're missing. Yeah. And Sydney, it seems like never knew her mom, right? She was too little when this happened. I think she has some memory is what I got. the What, like Princess Leia saying, (laughs) I remember her blue eyes. And then you find out she died shortly after childbirth. 
Dude, my sister Shannon, shout out to Shannon. She uh claims and has claimed for years that she remembers her own umbilical cord. And that is impossible, Shannon. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't believe you, Shannon. No, nobody believe. Oh my gosh. She's going to be yelling at the podcast right now. I I can guarantee that. Why are you listening? Skip this one. <laughs> skip <laughs> skip the rip. Uh so Sydney, she finds her mom's surfboard, doesn't know it's her mom's, like walks out and then Gia, this Hawaiian girl, bikes into her and like, whoa, watch out. Oh, no. Right. Well, hang on. Wait, what am I? Hang on. What am I missing here? (laughs) Okay, there's this thing where so she's also a photographer. Oh, um, my God. Yeah. And the photography that she takes is like it's like they try to. First of all, it's incredible. And she has this like point and click. Yeah, it's an okay camera, yeah. but like it also shows it makes it seem like she's taking pictures underwater when she does not have a waterproof camera. Nope, it's ridiculous. And then before she sees this uh, board, she, there's like this this cat, this black the cat. black cat. Yep, and it starts walking, and it's like in the movies when they're like, "Oh, do you want me to follow you?" As if the cat knows where the heck it's supposed to be going, like. Yeah, let her straight why, to the board. Why is that a thing? <laughs> and she's allowed to explore this island, but no, she can't go to the beach. That's dad's number one rule, because mom died there. We don't know this yet, but we we knew. Okay, we knew. Five seconds into this movie, <laughs> we knew what happened to mom. They never said it. We knew the whole situation. So yes. I give them credit for that, like for us being able to pick up on that Okay. right off the bat. However... Why did you wait the whole movie to talk about it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it, it is weird like the this weird mysticism of like oh my mom is da- dead. Is the cat the mom or am I just in I don't think the cat's the mom. No. But it's like this cat has this like ooh, it's magically bringing her to the surfboard. It's like the surfboard is calling you. Like, I mean, that happens, like, in Moana, where she's called to the ocean. It's it's a thing that happens in movies. But, like, this one annoyed me because it, like, sure, it's fun to surf, but her mom really did die from surfing. I guess yeah. I was like, uh. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, can I please go to the beach, Dad? He's like, nah, you can't go. You can't go to the beach. It's dangerous. Why don't I just take pictures? Dad, you treat me like a baby. I'm 13. But if he would just say, oh, your mom died surfing, maybe she would be more understanding. Literally. (laughs) What 13-year-old wouldn't go? Oh. I see. Mom died surfing. Yeah. But I mean, here's a question. If somebody you know or anybody dies doing something, like, does that mean you stop doing that? Like some people, I mean, definitely some people, but even like flying in a plane or driving a car, we all take these kind of risks that we know are taking like tons of people die in cars every year. I don't know. It's yeah, it's just part of life. Yeah. I mean, surfing isn't like essential to our life or anything. No, no, I guess. I don't know. I I don't even know what I'm trying to say. The girls finally meet. (laughs) They go down to the beach. And it is, again, it just somehow gets more and more boring. Like, they're down at the beach. And everyone's in ultra-modest clothing. Yes, I definitely noted that. Like, like, is this Christian homeschool modesty? (laughs) Well, they're wearing those. I don't know what it's called. But they're, they're like, 
swimsuits that kind of have the short sleeves yeah. and the zipper. So I do think it's stuff surfers wear. Probably. But it is not like not bikinis, which I mean, let's not sexualize our teenage girls. I'm great. No, they didn't at all. That's fantastic. You're right that it's like, it doesn't feel right. (laughs) Right. It's like, it's like, is this what they really wear in Hawaii? Yeah, I agree with you. I'm glad they weren't sexualizing anybody. That didn't happen at all in this movie. So again, credit. I want that. I want that in a movie about middle schoolers. So good for them. And And she takes pictures of them surfing and it is the most boring montage of pictures of a very good sport. Again, with the ambient thing it it felt like there was a montage every other minute yeah and that's how the movie starts it's like this montage of her pictures yeah and they're all so boring with her narrating them yeah over it i think that i wanted to say that the dialogue i mean we all we all hate the movie all two of us yes (laughs) but it's horrible yeah and like there's this i like wrote down a little bit and it's like hey wow that's so cool you know the wow, face. Wow, it's interesting. Yeah. Good job surfing. Yeah, that's exactly how they talked. It's like <laughs> almost inhuman. Like, oh, that was so much fun. Dude, I don't know anybody who does those sports who talks like that. No, they're all like, yeah, it was so sick. Like, whoa. <laughs> uh, it's like, imagine meeting a skier, because that's all I know, water skiing. <laughs> they're like, yeah, that was a wonderful time skiing. Oh, wow. You did so good. My adrenaline was just pumping. I I loved skiing so much. Yeah, it's... Oh, my gosh. But I did... I mean, we're going to talk about this in a little bit. A lot of the surfing girls, they were not actors. Or, like, they did not end up being actors. Like, this has some of the smallest IMDb pages that we've come across in all of the Disney Channel. And you can tell. Yeah, about half of them, only Rip Girls. That's the only thing they've ever been in. Yes, yes. This is their single credit. And like the main girl actually goes on to be a pretty good actress. She's just terrible Very in famous. this though. You know that face Mari makes <laughs> in um, The Color of Friendship? Yes. It's like this movie is that shot forever and ever and ever. The whole yeah. movie. That's how this movie made me feel. Yeah. Just that like. Something I really hate in movies is is when like, how do I explain this? You have like this emotional climax where you like realize something and you're like, oh, I'm sad about this. And there's this whole scene where the person is sad about it. And then more happens. And then they have the same experience again and again and again. It's like they're having the same emotional reaction every time to the same information. And that's what I felt like happened in this movie. Like, oh, I'm sad about surfing. Oh, I don't know what to do. And then like, 10 minutes later the same thing would happen. Yeah. That's- what do I what do I do about surfing? Dude, you just surf. You just she lies about to her dad right off the bat, by the way. <laughs> Goes down to the beach, gets in the water, meets a cute boy named Kona. Ah, the cute boy thing was the only good part. <laughs> Equally boring for me. It was me. terrible. It Equally was terrible. boring. I'm kidding. And I don't feel like I really don't feel like all of these actors were terrible. Uh all of our leads are just kind of boring. And they're not given anything. Yeah. There's nothing interesting given to any of the characters aside from, yeah. all right, you're on the beach. You like surfing. Be a middle school girl who likes surfing. It's like it's like they gave robots, like, I don't know, 
Like you write the script, robot, and then yeah. all the kids were also robots. A little bit. And everybody's a robot, and that's the movie. <laughs> I thought the dad, the stepmom, and Gia's mom were great. All the adults. Yeah. Basically. Great, great, great. I did not think the dad was very good. Why'd you think he was good? He just, he seemed like emotionally constipated <laughs> the yeah. whole movie. Which, I, is, that's... which is like, that's that's where he was. I guess, but to me, he just seemed so bland and boring. Yeah, he was. He was so, and like, it was with all of these disapproving, because this is definitely disapproving dad. And like, <laughs> yes. they just are so unreasonable. Like the choices they make, it's like, first of all, talk to your daughter about her dead mom. Second of all, like, I don't know, express yourself. Yeah. Maybe that's just because I'm very expressive. I don't, yeah, I don't you know. Are. <laughs> the part where like, I think it was Gia's mom. And they're they're all on the beach, and you see her watching Sydney with binoculars, and you're like, "This is a little weird." And then it has this shot of Sydney in a towel, and it's looking through the binoculars, like this is a little creepy. Oh wow, I didn't even think about that. It, that is I wrote creepy. It, down, it weirded me out. I was like, "Y'all, this." I mean, I didn't pick up that right. middle so, schooler, but so it's a pr- the mom's old best friend that's doing this, right? And like, you never really figure out why she's doing that. Like, she's why she's creeping on her with these binoculars well then she you know almost dies in the ocean and wakes up in Gia's mom's house yeah and that's when she's like you look just like your mom oh boy and she's like that was your mom's board when I first saw it I felt something that's what Sydney said yeah because the cat brought her to it and so she felt something I guess I don't know I I really loved the quote and this is what I'm gonna get tattooed on my body uh you surf for the way it makes you feel inside yeah uh, that's, that's fantastic. Top quote. <laughs> oh man, yeah, and, and I, I liked, I liked that the stepmom was not a jerk. I liked that it seemed like a real, like a kind. Obviously, there are mean stepmoms, but a kind stepmom relationship. Like she went to her with her problems occasionally, and I liked that it wasn't like evil stepmom coming in like she was really had a good relationship with her stepdaughter have you watched uh the dragon prince on youtube no oh no youtube on netflix it's um it's all right but one of the characters is stepdad and he's like a really good stepdad yeah and the creator said he wanted to write a good stepdad because he had a really good stepdad yeah. and it made a big difference and he hated that in all the movies it was like stepdad stepparents are the worst right well, right. that was not the case for him. His stepdad was his dad. Which, again, if you're looking back uh, in the past, we kind of talked about this on a different episode. But, like, you know, if women would die a lot in childbirth and the dads would remarry a lot. And so right. maybe they weren't always as looking, like, didn't know the ladies as long, you know. Yeah. And so it probably yeah. was more common back then. But, like, now people really are, especially with step parents they're like does this person care about my kids yeah and if not psh, don't up. marry them like duh <laughs> so how did we i wrote down that we're at a luau how did we end up at this luau did they invite gia to the uh, or to invite sydney to the luau? i think they did she like sneaks out or whatever well hang on i maybe there's something else i could talk about before then well i, I mean the the beach and the whales thing is before then and she, <laughs> her finding out her mom died from gia's mom i liked that when they teach her to surf they try it first on the sand because that's how i was taught to surf and so was the uh, lee thompson young and johnny tsunami there you go 
Um, yeah. So she gets pulled up by the big wave, and the guy runs in after her after he broke his arm. Yeah, Kona. And there's it's just this really bizarre scene where she's like floating and there's music and she's looking up at this light and she's like not even trying to swim and she's like literally drowning in front of your eyes and just having this like weird spiritual moment. Like what was that? She doesn't even look like she's drowning. She's not even upset. Yeah, she looks very calm and very like. Yeah, okay. Like, there's no panic. I'm floating in water. Yeah, like, oh, wow. And, like, the people on the beach are panicking. Also, the the amount of near drownings in this film, because she has a near drowning, and then her friend has a near drowning later on. Yep. Oh, my gosh. I don't. I don't even. I don't even know. So let's not forget our other conflict, right? Does she sell or does she keep the plantation? Which, that... That that brought up a lot of thoughts for me. Like, if yeah, your yeah. grandma owned a plantation in Hawaii, I guarantee you there's something slave related yes. or colonialism related. And you're like, and everybody in Hawaii, all the Hawaiians are mad you want to sell it. Right. And OK, her mom, based on the pictures, was clearly Hawaiian. Yeah. She was not white. No. But they own this plantation. So, yeah, there's some weird, like, backstory. Maybe there's something about Hawaii we don't understand, though. So That's true. Yeah, if you guys could uh, explain that one, <laughs> please do. Because I've never been. I don't know hardly anything about Hawaii. Yeah. Carly's mom listened to our podcast. Yeah. Carly, who we had on the podcast to talk about snowboarding. And she was literally yelling at us. Um, Carly told me this at a party. But yeah. she was yelling at us because we didn't know that there were ski-only uh like ski only mountains or resorts that only skiers could go on and she was like really upset like these guys need to do their research (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) i love that (laughs) okay 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 i just want to take take carly's mom if you're listening i want to take you on a trip to the land of alabama (laughs) through the alabama public education system uh i had wonderful teachers actually but the system's busted and i I just want to take you through uh, some of the strange knowledge I have that you don't have. That's true. It's called living in different places. <laughs> Goodness. We love you, uh, we Carly's mom. We do. We do. Thanks for listening. <laughs> I was just teasing. Yeah. One of the only, like, I really loved this scene where the dad and the mom are having a talk and, like, the dad is clearly kind of hung up yeah. on his wife, which... Totally understandable. You're talking about Gia's mom, right? Huh? Gia's mom. No. That's stepmom. No. Stepmom talking. No, I'm talking about stepmom. Okay. So he and the stepmom are having this conversation and he's just hung up on his dead wife. And it's been, it's been a long time. That's part of the issue is like, he's really hung up. And, and the stepmom uh, is like, she knows what she would do if he was like, with another woman she like feels like she knows what she would do like how they talk through it but she's like how am i supposed to fight a ghost and i was like dang that one line was good writing yeah that's a good line <laughs> that's a really good line like yeah what do you do if your spouse i don't know like is still thinking about his dead spouse because of course he's still grieving i don't know that's yeah, i think you always would yeah i've i've heard that from people who've remarried and 
mm-hmm. how that goes. They say, yeah, it's like the dead spouse is sort of always part of the family in a good way. Like, yeah, you st- you let them have those positive memories of that person and, uh, you know, keep things around. It's not like you throw them out and because you can't do that. Right. You can't do that with people that you loved. And like. But, yeah, I can imagine that even though you don't want it to be hard, it would still be hard for the step uh mom or the the new spouse like to just be like oh what how do this is a this is not like the relationship the ideal relationship because you know there's there's death and that's not ideal so (laughs) which is maybe the crass way to say that but it's true i guess i did write down that um every time kona was skateboarding i'm pretty sure it kept using the same shot of him skateboarding (laughs) and like it's clearly a stunt double it cuts his head out every time yeah but my favorite my favorite thing in this movie and you pointed it out before i did which is crazy <laughs> is the the bad adr the audio dialogue replacement oh yeah yeah it's horrible so they would like turn away and the sound quality would completely change and they would make a remark and then it would go back to the regular quality and you'd be like huh what just happened not even that it'd be like them running around shooting each other with water guns and you can tell their mouths are not moving and you hear yes. dialogue. Like, and, uh-huh, watch out for my water squirt. Yeah, but it would also be like, like if you're excited running around in a water fight, their dialogue was like, watch out. Yeah. <laughs> it was like not real. You would have you would be more like, woohoo, like, you know, like crazy. And they're like, ah, this is fun. Like, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's like you should have just kept the original audio, man. <laughs> I don't care how busted by the wind it was. Oh. They did they made this choice many times. Yes, they did. Many times. It wasn't just once or I could like, you know, ignore it, but no. Oh, it was rough. It was rough. Uh. Um, so how do we end up at a luau? That's what I'm wondering. They have one. It's like to watch the whales. Oh, yeah. The sacred whales. The sacred whales come and there's some prayer to a goddess. There's like. Yeah. Yeah. They go to the luau. Oh, they've taken their horses to the old plantation. They see all this stuff. They see her mom's old room and, you know. Yeah. It's in complete disrepair because apparently grandma didn't care. Yeah. Didn't go to that building anymore. (laughs) Like. (laughs) <laughs> seriously grandma stayed in another building than mom did i don't get it i don't, I don't really get it either because they were staying in one place was it like a bread and ve- breakfast type place i think it's just a big plantation because for a while i thought that was the plantation or was it the there plan- were pictures uh, the there. plantation in my mind is like the whole the land yeah all of it so maybe it was a new house on the scene yeah which happens sometimes on farms you have Ugh. your old farmhouse and your new farmhouse kind of a thing yeah the the guy so there's a scene at the luau where this older woman is narrating a story about a girl loving a boy and a boy the girl like survives a tsunami and then this and then kona just kisses sydney yep. out of nowhere well you forget earlier sydney confessed to gia that she liked kona and gia's like oh yeah that's sick i'm going to go tell him so, oh no 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 don't <laughs> and that was like one of my favorite parts yeah that, part. that was great but the whales do look terrible. They look yeah. terrible. Yeah, it was bad. The worst CGI that we've seen probably so. Well, maybe not the worst. but uh, You know, in Xenon, it was like the whole movie's so charming. The bad CGI adds to the charm. Yeah. And this movie's so bad that the bad CGI adds to the bad. Like, oh, I can't. 
I can't take it. <laughs> That's such a good way to put it. And like, it's supposed to be this beautiful moment. And we're just like, oh my gosh, those whales look terrible. <laughs> yeah, we were just hoping it would end. I mean, it's like, I don't know, sitting at a summer camp talent show. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh, I've sat through many of those. Yeah. And you're. You're like, all right, here comes the 12th person to sing a song because that's the only time the same song. Has. And it's been over an hour at this point and you're just done. But here you are. Yeah, I don't I don't know the type of person that enjoys a full talent show when it's just singing. And I also don't know the type of person that thinks that they're amazing when they're not. Like, I am yeah. amazing. And yeah. so when I sing, uh, everyone wants to hear me, but. Sure. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Then the newspaper, right? The news, they, the newspaper shows like, oh, the plantation is sold. It's going to be a luxury resort. And everyone's like, hey, we hate you now, Sydney. Yeah. And Sydney's like, well, I've not decided anything. Yeah. Well, we hate you. They like turn on her hard. Instantly. I mean, they don't go. Yeah. What's this, Sydney? What are you thinking here? What's the deal? No. No, you've sold it. It's already done. You, The newspaper doesn't lie. It always tells the truth. Well, also, they like, okay, so they plan this meeting. They kind of hear that she's thinking about it, and they plan a meeting to try to convince her to not sell it. Yeah. And, like, Sydney gets mad that they were only her friend to convince her not to sell it. And then she's like, I'm going to sell it. Yeah, yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> do you think a 13-year-old girl should be making this decision? Like, honestly, what do you think? I think, plot-wise, this was grandma's long, it was her Hail Mary attempt at getting her granddaughter back to Hawaii. Yeah. And so yeah. in that sense, she made the right move. Right, but like, like, I don't even know if that would work legally. Like, can a kid make a decision like that? I guess it would depend on the state, wouldn't it? I don't know. Yeah, I have no clue. <laughs> we don't know Carly's mom. We're just we're just talking about it, okay? Yeah, yeah okay. We don't know everything about skiing, about <laughs> surfing, about rip girls. We don't know about the legal ramifications for if the 13-year-old could make this decision or not, okay? In Hawaii. I don't know. I don't know nothing. <laughs> I'm not, at least we didn't pretend to know. Yeah, I guess. I guess. And it made it more interesting because we got to ask her questions. Truly. Right? That's why we did the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. That's why you come in kind of blank. Right. You no, want, no, no. You want... She's talking about before we interviewed. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I, how could we have known that? How did I, how did, sometimes you don't even know what to look up. <laughs> why are we talking? This is more interesting than Rip Girls, guys. Don't you think? <laughs> So there is a little conflict where, like, I don't know, when she got, the mom gets swept away by a current, so the dad moves away. Sydney yep. kind of gets mad that her mom isn't there, and she tells her dad that he should have told her, and her, you realize her, her dad thinks he should have saved her. Gia's dad? So he has, no. Oh. No. Sydney's dad. Uh, okay. I, have, I wrote this down with no context. Gia's dad sucks, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Was Gia's dad in the movie? I don't think so. I was totally mentally <laughs> tuning out. Maybe I meant Sydney's dad. Nobody knows where Gia's dad is, okay? Yeah, maybe I meant Sydney's dad sucks, I guess. <laughs> I don't I don't know, but I, I do like that they kind of address that survivor's guilt and like that he 
I don't think he could have saved her, but he still feels like he should have. Sure. And, and I mean, I guess I like that he does let her decide what to do with the property, even though I don't know. It's it is nice that a 13 year old could make that decision. So I don't know. How does this conflict get resolved? I just wrote down, Sydney, listen to me. I like being friends because that's basically what Gia oh said. My it's like, listen, I like being friends. OK, <sighs> all right. Maybe I did. Maybe it was a little. Oh, oh, I found it. Gia talks about her absent father and surfing is her coping mechanism. Oh, yeah. That's why so, yeah. Gia's dad, dad sucks, sucks, I guess. I guess. Yep. Yep. So. Uh, Gia, I wrote, uh, I wrote down Gia's dead. Sydney stays the end. Gia does not die. <laughs> yeah, because Gia apparently has to have a near drowning experience as well. Yeah, and Sydney has to save her. Which is, oh my God, it was so yeah anyway we're all when she's about to sign because she's she makes the decision she's gonna sell yeah her hand just hovers over the page for a literal eternity it's probably not that long no by any movie standards a literal eternity but in rip girls time it's still happening (laughs) (laughs) we're still watching the movie right now we never finished (laughs) oh gosh it was i just I hate this movie. They decide that, okay, they're not going to sell and they're going to move. They're just going to move to Hawaii. That's it. I don't I don't understand. What job did the dad have? What job did the mom have? Who cares? It's did Rip Girls. Did Sydney not have any friends at her old school? No, it's Rip Girls. Who cares? <laughs> she's like the lamest person and she finally makes a friend here and she's like, well, better like stay here because I made a friend. Okay. It's over. The movie's over, Krista. I can't hurt you anymore. It's done. It's done. There's no, you don't ever have to watch Rip Girls ever again unless you lose a bet. Uh, I'm never going to even put that up for a bet. I would not accept the bet. If it was like a million dollars or Rip Girls, I think you'd take the bet. The bet to watch it? Like, can she make through it? It's like, that's your punishment. A million dollars lost. Yeah, you, you lose. Your punishment for losing a bet is watching Rip Girls. This scenario has gotten unhinged. <laughs> yeah, and it, yeah. I think you'd take those odds, but you'd hate it. I would definitely hate it. So, the tracking. I guess we're going to stop <laughs> talking about it. Yeah, go ahead. There is a disapproving parent. There is a single parent because the best friend, her mom is sing- like a single parent. Uh, there is a kiss, and there is a lot of spiritual out spirit spirituality. Oh, for sure. But it is not based on a true story. So there you go. If it is, I'm sorry for your life. <laughs> <laughs> this documentary crew should be shot because your life wasn't that uninteresting, but they just highlighted the wrong parts. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I'm not sorry for your life. I'm sorry you lost your mom, really. <laughs> And your grandma, and that your dad was unable to cope and didn't talk about your dang mom. Oh my gosh! So yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little sorry that your life went that way. I, <laughs> uh, okay, I'll tell you where they are now. Okay. Okay. Sydney Miller is played by Camilla. Or is it Camilla? No, Camilla Bell. Camilla. Whatever. For, for, sorry, not whatever. I'm sorry I said your name wrong. Okay, 45 credits, acting credits. She's most known for Practical Magic, When a Stranger Calls. And she's also in The Lost World from Jurassic Park. Um, she 
grew up in LA, but her mom was Brazilian and she can speak Portuguese fluently, which is kind of cool. She is a classical pianist and has played pieces in movies um, in The Quiet and also from Prada to Nada. She's also a model. She's modeled for Vera Wang's Princess Scent, which was all the rage in my high school growing up. All right. And of course, most known for dating Joe Jonas. Right. From 2008 to 2009, and he left Taylor Swift for her. And Taylor Swift wrote Better Than Revenge about their relationship. Oof. So that probably is the most juiciest piece of goss we've ever had, you know? (laughs) She's currently in Law and Order Organized Crime, and she's an international spokesperson for Kids with a Cause. Uh, Gia is the best friend, and this is one of the many people in this movie that this is their only credit on uh, IMDb. Her real name is Stacey Hess, and I do kind of love this. She actually grew up in Hawaii. Nice. She started modeling at 11. At age 14, she came to L.A. and she had one year to land a big job or her parents said she was going to be done. And then she got Rip Girls um, and she would surf. She's actually a real surfer, which you can tell in the movie. Yes. She's she's very good. Maybe she didn't do all of it, but um, so she said she would surf and then do hair and makeup and film all day in Queensland, Australia, which is where this was shot. Not actually in Hawaii. Yeah, I know. How about that? (laughs) But currently, she has a jewelry label called SH Fine Jewelry. It is ethical, sustainable, and responsible. And she also does photography and has an 11-year-old daughter. And her bio says, acting brought me to Los Angeles from Hawaii at 14 as one of the original Disney movie girls. Yeah. So very sweet. That is sweet. Ben Miller, he's the dad. Uh, Dwyer Brown, he has 59, and he is most known for Field of Dreams. Oh, wow. That's oh, really that's really yes. iconic. So he's, a, he's really good in that. I don't know why he wasn't good in this, but he's the father to Kevin Costner in the movie, but he's actually four years younger, fun fact. Oh. Um, he has written a book called If You Build It dot 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 about father's fate in the field of dreams, and you can still hire him for appearances. At your baseball game or to speak. Fantastic. Let's hire him, Jake. Let's get him on the podcast. You think we could hire him to do that? Yeah, you think he hated this movie? (laughs) Hey, rewatch it to tell us how you really feel. Yeah. (laughs) And then last one, Kona. He was only had six um, credits, but he's most known for Speedway Junkie, The Ellen Show, and Malcolm in the Middle. I thought I had... Well, I think it was just some of the other friends she makes only had one credit, but I didn't write them all down. So. Tons. Okay, tell us about some Disney Channel connections. Almost none. We have David Exby, who did the cinematography on this and Stepsister from Planet Weird. Uh, Jeff Cox was the surf unit director, and he also worked on Ring of Endless Light and Jumping Ship. And of course, we have Phil Marshall, the king of music, who has, what, 18, 19 <laughs> credits. I bring him up all the time. If you've not looked up Phil Marshall... We like Phil. We're Phil fans. Friend of the show. <laughs> He's a friend of the show. <laughs> friend of the show. Phil Marshall. That's it. That's, yeah. Well, I think what really hurt my feelings is that uh, people didn't hate this movie as I much know. as us. Which I don't understand. Um, But, oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, I was looking up. Okay, here we go. Rotten Tomatoes got a 69%, which I think I don't actually know what a splat is for them. I think it's Me like either. maybe I legitimately I don't, not sure. That might be a splat for them actually. I I didn't write that down. 
Um, IMDb got 5.9 out of 10, so that's a little lower. They're both in that about 60% range. Amazon got a 4.5 out of 5, which is ridiculous. It's just the people that like it are rating it, I guess. Everybody watch this movie and put your honest thoughts on Amazon. (laughs) Well, we should do that. It's got to be honest, okay? (laughs) Don't put zero because we put zero. (laughs) Hey, we haven't even given our rating. That's true. Okay, Jennifer Kay said, this is such a good movie. It has all the elements of a hit. Plus, it's innocent. It's honest, and it's really sincere. Nabzi said, wow, really heart-touching. Jamie H. said, oh, man, this movie. What can I say? I saw this movie on the Disney Channel when I was a youngin', and I thought I would introduce it to my four-year-old whilst we were on vacation in Hawaii. Needless to say, it doesn't quite hold up. I will say, however, that I was highly amused and astounded by Sydney's ability to get close-up water shots of her friend surfing with only a basic point-and-shoot camera (laughs) while she was stationed on the sand. (laughs) That saved the movie for me. (laughs) Oh, Jamie. Jamie, you get it. (laughs) You do. So I looked up some, I don't know, I was looking for interviews. That's usually what I look for. Couldn't find any. No one has talked about this movie (laughs) anywhere. I mean, the interview I found. with the cast. The info I found on Gia, she did mention it in this interview I found, but okay. she was mostly talking about her jewelry label. She just she just talked about how fun it was to surf. And that's then, great. Like, so like she, she has a good memory of it. I'm glad if it was a positive experience. Yeah, it's not bad. That this movie was made <laughs> like it wasn't for me. But, you know, like at the end of the day. If this is like a great memory from Neil's childhood, I actually love that. I would love to me hear too. more about it. Yeah. Now, I kept finding like people's decom top list. This was always higher than it should be. Really? And by higher, I mean like above 12. What? Yeah. How could this possibly be a high rated movie? I don't know. I don't know. Although a lot of people we like just talk to in conversation remember 13th year really fondly. And I just, you know, I bet it might be like a nostalgia thing. Like, I don't know. I don't know. 13th year at least had some merit to it like we yeah we hated that movie and this is worse there were parts we enjoyed there were things that made us laugh there was like i don't know that just seems like an oscar worth it was was like a movie that was a really fun premise and this and the kid leads were fun but like surfing is fun. You made surfing terrible. Yeah, and you gave the kid leads nothing fun to do. Yeah. I mean, you really didn't. They, hi. How how are you? Oh, my mom is calling to me through She's the surfboard. She's dead. <laughs> That's what I wanted to shout the whole movie. She's dead. I feel like this could be a movie you watch as a group and make fun of, but at the same time, I I feel bad because it is like teenagers. I know they're all adults now, but it was not their fault. No. It was not their fault. No, not at all. Not Because they were adorable. All of them were adorable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. I, I just feel bad ripping on this movie so bad, but I, I have to be honest. I hated it. <laughs> yeah, me It was too. so, so stupid. Like, there's been a couple that I've been like, okay, I want this movie to end so bad, and it just won't end. And this was the by far the worst. I think this is the first one where I was legitimately tempted to just pull out my phone and doom scroll and do something else. (laughs) Whereas every other time, even if it's bad, I'm like, you know, like there's some nostalgia here. I'm taking notes. There's There's something. And this one, I'm just like, turn it off. 
This is the worst use of my time. So how do you rate it then, Jake? One. Uh, yeah, one for one. me. Easy. That's one. That's an easy one. I can't give it a zero. Uh, I feel bad about that because it's not... I don't know. None yeah, of these feel, movies are total failures. I feel like just the fact that it was cute surfing, like whatever, that's fine. Yeah, one. Yeah, I don't know that I'd give any of them a zero, but no. I would be, it would be hard pressed to find one I hated as much as this. Although, what did I, oh yeah, Horse Sense, I said 2.6. That's the closest. And Horse Sense was way better than this. I know. Way better than this. I know. Isn't that crazy? Are there going to be worse ones than this, Jake? Well, there's... Are we going to have to do negatives? <laughs> there's a number of them I don't really remember. Yeah. Like, I know Ready to Run's coming up or a few away from that. I don't remember that. I probably yeah. watched it. I don't remember that. I'm really excited, actually, to to just see the difference between these and, like... Because there there was a new one that just came out this year, Under Wraps yeah. 2. And I'm like, what is that like? I bet I have, they spend a little more time on it. Maybe. Maybe they don't. I have no idea. Or even, like... um. See, all the ones coming up that are on my screen right now. So I have our little Google Sheets pulled up. I can see from Miracle in Lane 2 to the Poof Point. I have seen for sure all of these but two. Ready to Run, I don't remember. And then the Jenny Project, that one might be the rarest one. Rarer than Can of Worms. Dead serious. Okay. It was played like once and then they never played it again. I don't know why. Well, uh, maybe we'll find out why. <laughs> yeah, and it's not on Disney+. Plus. Oh, so we'll have to search for that it's one. It's like that rare, guys. So oh. just looking ahead, if you know where to find the Ginny Project, ideally legally, let us know. Let us know. So what's our next movie? Miracle in Lane 2. Miracle in Lane 2. What do you think it's about? Uh, Well, when I first heard of it, I thought it was going to be like Miracle on whatever, 32nd Street, like a Christmas movie. Yeah. But now I'm thinking because of Alley Cat Strike Back that Strike Strike Back. I always say that. Alley Cat Strike. That's the sequel. That it's a it's a bowling thing. Lane two. Oh, no, not at all. No. Okay. 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 Let me guess again. Okay, Is it like Lane? What would be a lane? A, A lane two? Is it just the name of a lane? Mysterious something happens on lane two. Nope, not at all. Is it about a grocery store? It's a sport. It's a sport? Not bullying? No. It's a sport or a hobby. I mean, I don't know. What? It's not a sport you're going to name, I can tell you that. But you can get close. Ooh, ooh, curling. No, I wish. (laughs) I wish. No, you could probably get close, but I doubt you'll get the specific sport. Okay, well, you'll have to tell me. Uh, by the way, in case you're wondering, my Shannon, uh, do not watch this movie. This is my, should my sister watch this after listening to the podcast rating? And this one is a definite no. Shannon, do not watch. Now she's going to watch it. <laughs> now she's going to watch Knowing it. Knowing her, she probably will. <laughs> oh, yeah, good luck. And good luck following the atonality of this movie where it's like fun ska music. Weird mystical music. It's slow and boring. <laughs> Fun ska music. Oh, oh gosh. Wow, my cat. We just like, this is probably our shortest podcast, except maybe our very first one because there was nothing to talk about. Nothing good. That's correct, Derek. Well, and please, if you are a girl at the time and liked this movie, please let us know. And please watch it again and tell us if you still like it. Yeah, like we... We, I'd love to hear if someone likes this movie and why. I feel like that would be a more interesting conversation than the one we just had. <laughs> if we could get someone who likes this movie and can defend it on the podcast, that would be so fun. Oh, we will totally have you on. Yeah, please, <laughs> please. All right. Well, cool. Thanks for listening to this uh, 
crap show. See you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to DCOM Deep Dive. Be sure to check out the movie we talked about on Disney Plus or on YouTube or on Amazon. A lot of them are available for rental there. And be sure to follow us on social media where every single week Krista edits our faces onto every DCOM poster. It's hilarious. Thanks for listening.